Welcome to the Usual People Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And today on the Usual People Podcast, we are going to be watching Fright Night. Now, just to explain, one of us hasn't seen Fright Night. Me and Lala have seen Fright Night. But this isn't actually about what specifically watching Fright Night. This is specifically, neither me nor Lala have ever watched a horror movie with Elisa this is because Elisa is, f- I would say, a scared person. Is that fair? I live in fear, yes. <laughs> you live in a constant state? <laughs> I live state- in a constant state of fear. Fear, anxiety. You can't, and the, you can't have extra stuff like that put upon you. You, you don't want to be scared because you just, you just live there. Well, because, no, I don't like to watch horror movies because uh, they don't leave my brain. They stick around in yeah, there. They, they take up space. they stick around for years. And so I want to get into this immediately. What's what are the worst experiences you've ever had with horror movies, or what stuff has stuck in your head the worst? Um, I don't know. It doesn't even have to be scary movies. Like my number one fear. <laughs> well, if we're gonna go in order of fears, <laughs> yes, should let's. I just stick to horror movies? Uh, if you should want, I... Uh, we, we, I think this is about the whole spectrum of fear and you. Okay, so I think my top three have always been um, Killer Wells, uh-huh. uh, Vampires, uh-huh. and the Seven Foot Tall Lizard Man. Okay, let's go in reverse. Let's go. Let's start with three. Killer Whales. Yes. What's What's the deal with Killer Whales and you? Well, I don't. They're super smart animals, and I don't understand why we train them, which I know we're getting away from that now. But, like, have you ever seen, like, the Discovery Channel or something about killer whales where they rush on the seals and they go onto land? Yeah. And it's fucking scary. Oh, no, it's frightening. Yeah. I've always wondered about the insane... Who was that insane mother effer who looked at these giants of the sea and thought, I'm going to make that thing do a goddamn flip. <laughs> Watch me. And everyone was all like, that's crazy. Oh, shit, he made that thing do a flip. How I, did he do that? I'm like, I'm kind of wishing we did Orca instead. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been terrible. But that's only her third favorite, third yeah, biggest okay, fear. Yeah. I didn't know your second biggest fear was vampires. Oh, I did know this. And oh. I have a story about it. Because I wouldn't have chosen Fright Night. I wanted to sort of make this as easy as possible. Fright Night is definitely a vampire movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where my fear of vampires came from exactly. Uh-huh. Like, I know there have been different vampire movie. I don't even know what movie would have like originally got me scared. But right. I just, I just well, don't like them. Once Bitten. No, not <laughs> that's not a scary movie. Uh, <laughs> I just saw that one recently. Uh, um, I saw the one with Jim Carrey. What's that one? No, that's Once, Once Bitten. Oh, what was you talking one? about? The one Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, oh, Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not really a scary yeah, movie. I know. There was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which uh-huh. I was able to get through. The except for the the scene with the van. What van? You know, with Paul Rubens. Oh, you mean the original movie? movie. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the show. No, no, because the movie was first. Yes. And um, there was also the part with the, uh, where it's a, is it David Arquette's in that movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, 
banging on Luke Perry's He's window. floating and banging on the That's window. That's always freaked me out. That's lifted directly from Salem's Lot, mm-hmm. the TV movie version of Salem's Lot, which is one of the creepiest... Honestly, one of the creepiest scenes in movie history when the little boy vampire is scratching at his brother's window asking him to come in. It's one of the, it's, it, it, it kind of, it still freaks me out. Um, but I think we can all admit, actually, that Paul Rubens is the best part of that movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the end credits, it's like the best. Yeah. When he's just taking so long to die. Uh, ah, ah, <laughs> like, that's, ah. that's great. That's goddamn hilarious. I love that. Yeah. So, what specifically about vampires scares you? Do you have, or is it just like vampires scared? Vampires, I think, are, can be a real thing. What? <laughs> it's not a movie thing. I don't think it stems from movies. Well, it doesn't. It comes from folk tales. But you, you believe? Maybe that's where I got scared from. I don't know who told me these folk tales. I just, I don't know where it came from. It's an unreasonable fear of mine. I knew that that was a fear of yours, just because of that thing that happened in college. One time. What we're happened? Just, we're just walking. We're walking uh, from... Oh, where did we go? I don't know. We're going to the Union. Or in that direction, I think. This is at the University of Texas at Austin. Yeah. Uh, well, we were heading back to the dorm. We are heading back to... Um, Jester. Jester. But the we were, worst dormitory I think that's ever existed. <laughs> we're heading back to Jester and we were walking like in this bridge, like, over this bridge and it was like just covered with like trees. Uh-huh. And we were talking and uh, and then Elisa's just like looking around she's like, oh, vampires, I didn't get me. And she just ran. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> You just just screamed, a vampire is going to get me, and ran. I didn't know that's the story you're going to tell. I was thinking of a different vampire one at school. Who was the different one? That's another vampire story. No, I thought because, um, like, when we would go somewhere in groups and we're walking at night, y'all are taller than me, so you naturally walk faster. Uh And everybody was ahead having their stories, and I'm struggling to keep up. And I was like, you guys, stop. The vampires. I need you. He's like, I'm going to disappear. Like. Wow. Yeah. I didn't. I, I was uh, blind to this whole vampire fear thing. I mean, I honestly would not have picked Fright Night if I knew you were so scared of vampires. Well, like, I think I've gotten better about it. <laughs> You're not just running away every well, time you no, think. No, because I try. Okay. I try to watch movies and like, um. Things that have to deal with vampires as a way to have closure. But sometimes I think that it's my way of justifying, like, you know, like, they're not going to get me. Like, when I watch Buffy, uh-huh. not not just the movie, but the TV series, like, vampires have to be welcomed into your home. So, like, that helps me sleep So, at you night. like the, when they establish rules about how the things can't get you. Yeah. So, because you, you don't like to just be like vampires, they're a lawless breed. No, there are rules. If I stick to the rules, the vampires can't get me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that, like, so like the I Am Legend. Uh huh. That, that that's what it's called. The yeah. Will Smith one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it all. I couldn't make it through. Because it. there weren't any rules. There's no rules, and it freaked <laughs> me out. So like, um, up until maybe a few years ago. Uh huh. Um, in the morning, you know how it's still dark in the morning. Dusk or. Dawn. Dawn. Yes. Yeah, I was telling all about this earlier. I 
would get scared to go to the car. Like, I'd kind of run a little bit because they could still get me. And the neighborhood was still new, and there wasn't a lot of houses nearby. Uh-huh. And I just imagined that one scary guy in the in the movie, the one that's, like, out while the sun is out, and he's, like, looking at Will Smith, and he's all scary. And right. He's like, you killed my girlfriend. But, like, you know. Yeah. With, with vampire eyes. Yes. With vampire eyes. <laughs> like, I always imagined him, like, coming out of, like, the neighbor's garage or something. Jesus. So... That's no way to live your life, Felisa. <laughs> you yeah. recognize this is a problem. Though, yeah, right? that's why I don't watch horror movies because yeah. they stick with me. Right. <laughs> and I love horror movies. I just I, I love watching them. I absolutely love horror movies too. But before we get into the discussion of that, let's move on to it's number a lizard, one. Man, what is what in God's name are you talking about? So, uh, when I was young, I don't know what age I was. Maybe like six. When was Sightings? Sightings was like 91, 92, and I was scared by that show, too. That show scared the shit out of me. It was scary. If anybody doesn't remember, Sightings was sort of like a cheap unsolved mysteries, like a way cheaper unsolved (laughs) mysteries. Instead of Robert Stack, they had some, I don't know, maybe he was a Canadian game show host. I don't know who this guy was. He would stand in a command center. (laughs) They would pay extras to type on computers behind them. We're here in the Sightings (laughs) command center. And then they would bring the cheaply, <laughs> the most cheaply filmed on reports about finding a werewolf skeleton, <laughs> which is just a human skeleton with a dog head, um, or vampire sightings. But you're talking about the seven foot tall lizard man. Yeah. He, okay, so when I was little, this show was real. It was like the news. <laughs> so like my parents would watch it and I didn't know it wasn't... Real. So you thought this was just like this is what's going on out there. Yeah, this is what's happening and in nobody the world explained now. it to me. I don't think anybody <laughs> even knew I was watching it. You know, I don't think anybody realized they had to explain it to you. Well, like, I played outside a lot. Like yeah. I didn't watch a lot of TV when my parents watched the news. Like I didn't really pay attention. But like the sightings things like captured my attention because I was like, holy crap, <laughs> there are things out there that there are chupacabras, Bigfoots, yeah, Loch Ness monsters. And seven-foot-tall lizard So, like, man. all of those things didn't scare me except for the lizard man because, you know, they inter- they, uh, the sightings were near this, like, wooded area with a bus stop. That, and in this, I don't know, episode, that wooded area bus stop looked like my neighborhood uh-huh. where it was wooded and there was the bus stop. Yeah. And so I thought they were filming from our neighborhood. <laughs> you thought it was like, this was all going on in your neighborhood. You yeah. thought the lizard man is here. Why aren't my parents taking more precautions? This thing is seven feet tall. Yeah. So, like, when it was time to go to bed, because it was a school night, um, my, I was just like, I can't go to bed. The seven-foot-tall lizard man's going to eat me. And I <laughs> cried. Like, I cried and I cried. Please don't send me to bed. The seven-foot-tall lizard man's going to eat me. Like, he's oh, going to get me in my sleep. And so, at the time, our babysitter who was also my mom or grandma's cousin, her name is Yaya, mm-hmm. um, she finally, like, my parents were done. Like, I don't think they had the patience for what I was probably feeling as a scared child. Yeah. But she got her rosary out, and we prayed the rosary until I fell asleep. 
Like Jeez. she put me to sleep with the rosary. When and who knows that wouldn't have worked because the lizard man doesn't care about your stupid religion. No, but it's like, an it animal. was supposed to help me yeah. feel. It wasn't gonna. Well, I will tell you this: it may protect you from vampires. It wasn't gonna stop <laughs> no goddamn lizard man. You need no. a gun. It was just to calm me down. Okay, and it did because it was just praying the rosary is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I fell asleep. Just like, oh, There's only so many Our Fathers and Hail Marys you can say. Before you like fall asleep. Oh man, that's well. That's a good sleeping tip. Can't get to sleep. Do the rosary. Do the rosary. Uh, I'm gonna certainly gonna do that. Speaking of, because yeah, those shows. The scariest things I watched when I were little were those shows: sightings, unsolved mysteries, uh, fact or fiction, beyond belief, things like that. Really scared me. And the thing, all of all the things, the things that scared me the most were UFOs because those were real. Yes. Those were actual. I don't believe in your lizard man. I don't believe in your vampires. Those aliens are going to get you. Well, I'm scared of aliens, too. Well, yeah. Like, I was supposed to be an astronaut, but I found out (laughs) (laughs) about the the movie Aliens came out and ruined my dream of being a a vampire. A vampire (laughs) astronaut. (laughs) Astronaut. I was going to become a vampire and go into space because it's always night there. (laughs) Well, vampires don't live in space. They could. Be a good place for them to get away from the sun. Um, I don't know. I loved all those shows as a kid. Sure, I, I mean, I love them too, but they scared the shit out of me. I mean, I loved reading my aunt's Time Life series of the the mysteries or the unknown or really? remember the Time Life series? Yeah, of the I remember unknown those things. Yeah, they had like the paranormal paranormal activity UFOs. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I always anytime we would go to the library in school, it was always about the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, all those things like that. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my favorite. Well, there's this one book that had really cool illustrations in it, and one of my, one of the dumbest, but one of my favorite one of those was the idea of these floating hands that would just appear <laughs> and grab people's steering wheel on a certain stretch of road and, and just turn, turn the wheel and kill them. Or they would. Like, there's one story they told about a woman who saw the, the floating hands at her window tapping on her window, and she made the sign of the cross, and the hands went ah, and the hands disappeared. <laughs> Just in midair. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> the hands panicked. It was like, gotta get out of here. She made the sign of the cross. So, yeah, those were definitely, the, the, uh, more than any movie, those, because they were just always on, too. Like, they were just, they were coming into your house. You couldn't escape them. Yeah. They came on the television. So, those really scared me. But getting into horror movies, Lala, you mentioned you're a huge horror movie fan. Yeah. I am a huge horror movie fan. Lala, what's your favorite horror movie? Oh, my God. You know, I... I have problems with, you know, this person because obviously of who he is, but Rosemary's Baby is like one of my all-time favorites. Rosemary's Baby is really good. Yeah, it's just a good Never movie. seen it. It is so amazing. But for obvious reasons, like Roman Polanski, it's problematic. You know? Sure. But I mean, I, I would say he's more than problematic. Yeah. I would say he's a, a, a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, uh-huh. liking him is problematic as yeah. a person who's... Yeah, I mean, there comes a point where it's like, it kind of sucks, but you just have to separate the person from the work. Yeah. Um, In a lot of cases. I think people are more, uh, less... I think people do that, are less forgiving of newer stuff from shit bags, mm-hmm. but like stuff like that gets grandfathered in, and it's just like, I can't not yeah, like, like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, like, I, I love The Tenant, even. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Tenant is really good. I've never uh, seen that one, but I hear it's good. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> Even the fearless vampire killers. I love that I movie. I hate that movie I so much. It. I think that movie is so boring. <laughs> well, they made it boring. Did you see the de, like the uh, the release re-release with the uh-uh. like original ending and everything? No. Yeah. They, they intentionally made a boring movie. No, like the first original cut that came out was like really butchered by the, the studio or uh-huh. whatever. Oh, know. so you're saying the, the studio ruined the movie. Yeah. Either um, way, that movie just was like, this is the dumbest, most boring <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Me, personally, my absolute favorite horror movie of all time is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I love slasher movies, too. Oh, I. Yeah. Can't stop talking about that movie. It's I, an amazing movie. I every couple of weeks I'll just come by on Facebook and go, see, the thing you have to understand about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family is that they were artists and they <laughs> suffered for their art. He walked miles to get to that graveyard to dig up those graves, to make that statue. And then he had to walk miles back in the Texas heat. It was a commitment to art that those fucking teenagers who were just breaking into people's houses all the time could never understand. And and so I get worked up about it like that. Yeah. And it's like absolutely like, I can't, I don't even know if I enjoy Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but when I watch it, it's just like, this is so pure, whatever this is, this awfulness. And it's like it's almost like a drug to me that movie. Like I, I absolutely love it. And Elisa, you've never seen any of these movies. I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You have? Yes. I don't think I've seen it in like in one sitting, but uh-huh. I've seen you've seen parts enough of it. Of it yeah. To say I've seen the movie. Okay. <laughs> Elisa, I know you, you're filled with fears, but do you have a favorite horror movie? Um, What's the closest thing to a favorite horror movie you have? So okay. I don't know. I've always been scared of uh, Freddy Krueger. Yes. You know, because that's a dream thing, and you <laughs> yeah. have to go to sleep, and that's a to. big thing for me. So um, that that was pretty scary. I've never seen the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, except for the third one. Dream Warriors. Dream, dream Warriors. Warriors. And that was really scary. With Patricia Arquette. Is that who's that in it? That was a good movie. Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp's in the first one. Yeah, Johnny Depp's in the first one. Well, then one. I've seen parts of the first one. I don't okay. think I've ever seen the full one. But I remember I was in Corpus, and my cousins were like, how can you not like scary movies? Yeah. So they forced me to watch one. Like, they wrapped their arms around my arms, <laughs> and their legs around my legs. What? And they held my eyelids open. That's like torture yeah, from a they clockwork were torturing or- you. They were clockwork oranging you. Well, you know, they're my cousins. <laughs> how old were you? They were you? trying to help me. We were like, uh, fifth or sixth grade. Jesus. Yeah, yeah so they forced me to watch it. And the only way I was able to sit through it was because I just looked at the corner of the TV... <laughs> And I heard oh the God. movie, Man. and I saw the parts that were scary. Dream Warriors. Oh, they did this with Dream Warriors. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Do would you? I mean, would it help if we held you down no. and forced your eyes open during no. this? No. Oh shit! I'm so sorry. Why? I just put all the blankets in the washer. <laughs> <laughs> Lolly, you don't even live here anymore. I know. Oh, so I can't cover my eyes. Yeah. I like to put blankets over my head uh, when I watch scary movies. We can find a sheet, I'm sure. I'm, there's probably other blankets in the yeah. thing. Okay. So I, I, I took them all off the couch and put them in the washer. I remember in third grade, I was invited to a slumber party and they wanted to watch Monster Squad. And I was like, no, you guys. 
let's watch The Wizard of Oz or something. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't The Wizard of Oz, but it was not The Monster Squad. Yeah, The well, Wizard of Oz is a way scarier movie than The Monster Squad. I'll yeah. let you know that right now. Like, I enjoy The Monster Squad movie. The Monster Squad. The, the Monster, Monster Squad, Squad movie. But, like, uh, there's parts of it that were hard for me to sit through as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was interesting because yeah. I couldn't be scared in front of my friends. Well, that the see, I don't think Monster Squad is scary at all, but that brings me to another thing I want to talk about. What's a movie or thing, TV show or anything, that wasn't supposed to be scary but scared you? For me, the obvious answer is Mac and Me. The movie <laughs> is the E.T. ripoff. Yeah, the aliens that were in love that loved drinking Pepsi and eating McDonald's. <laughs> the parent aliens in Mac and Me. If you don't remember Mac no, and Me, no, I Lisa. do remember them. I used to like that movie. Yeah, the thing, the father and mother alien creatures in that movie terrified me. <laughs> they were so tall and weird looking, and they looked like they were made out of shit, and they would just. They scared me. I couldn't look at them. They were so disgusting they to me. Probably it probably didn't help when they put them in clothes at the no, end. No, it was worse. That made it worse. It made it way worse. It was <laughs> like it was watching. Funny. It was like <laughs> watching an Aphex Twin video with those things walking around. It's like you are terrifying me right now. Oh man! Do you have anything like that? Well, I didn't watch ET until college. That's right, because you were afraid of the baseball scene. Yeah, and that's right in the very beginning of the movie. I was never able to get through ET because that baseball scene would freak me out. Uh huh. So there's that. There's a lot of movies that I'm just like, I don't know, I can't. Like the video you posted today, like I couldn't uh-huh. get to the song. Because because he's like, you want to see something scary? And I turned off my phone. I yeah, said, no, I, I, post, I don't. I posted a video today on the uh, Usual People Facebook to tell people what we were up to. And it's basically my one of my favorite videos to watch. It's a Kim Carnes song called Crazy in the Night set to various horror movies from the 80s. And it starts with the scene from the Twilight Zone movie where Dan Aykroyd asks Albert Brooks, do you want to see something scary? And Lisa couldn't handle it. Just the question alone. It's like, no, I can't open that Pandora's box. I was being honest. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't want to see anything scary. I don't know. Like, thinking, like I saw Scream with Uh my brother in the theater. And uh, that was really scary. For me, it was a scary movie. Scream, I absolutely love that movie. I can watch that movie over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. like things stuck with me. And so there was this one time when I was taking care of my brother's daughter, and he called me, and it was just me and her at the house. Uh-huh. And he was pretending to be the the, the scream voice, guy. yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, "You want to see a scary movie?" And I was like, "Shut up, Gabe!" And he's just he keeps going, and he doesn't stop. Who's Gabe? You know. <laughs> and so it's just like whatever. I hang up, and he kept calling, and he kept calling. And then I started crying. Jesus. And so the next time he called, I answered. I was like, hello. <laughs> and he was like, it's me, Barney. <laughs> I love you. And I was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's, your family likes to torture you. Uh, you know, because they love me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Lala, was there anything that wasn't supposed to be scary that ever scared you? Uh, maybe as a small child, or do you just are you so tough nothing ever got to you? No, things got to me, but uh-huh. I really can't think of things like movies that scared me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say um, The Exorcist once? Yeah, but that's me? supposed to be scary. Well, let's get on it. What's the scariest? Not your favorite movie. What's the scariest movie you've ever seen? The Exorcist. Yeah. Okay, so when it 
I had seen it before. I'd seen it several times before, but this particular instance scared the shit out of me because uh, uh, my high school boyfriend and I went to go see it, and um, we were in a completely empty theater. Mm -hmm. Like, there was nobody else. Usually when I see horror movies, it's like opening weekend. It's full of people. It makes it fun. Right. This was during the big re-release of The Exorcist in the late 90s. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, we're in a completely empty theater. It's extra creepy, extra cold. And then we went to, like, the last show, the midnight show. And then I went home and I got in my room and I was just like... Holy shit, I'm so fucking scared right now. (laughs) And I just like sat in bed the whole night thinking, oh my God, there's a demon under my bed. There's a demon under my bed. That's That's my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's like to be Elisa all the time. Yeah. Oh, Little Monsters fucked me up, too. Little Monsters? <laughs> yeah. Was, for anyone who doesn't remember, Little Monsters is a 1989 movie starring Howie Mandel as a professional monster under the bed who comes out to uh, wreak mischief that gets blamed on children. Fred Savage plays mm-hmm. the boy he victimizes and doesn't and has had enough and basically gets involved with the whole underworld monster scene. Yeah. It is not... Well, actually, now that you bring it up, the character of Boy... The leader of all the monsters. Who the was scary played, guy. Was played by Frank Whaley, who rips his face off at the end. Yeah. That dude kind of creeped me out. But no, I, that that's what scared me. Like, everything was fun. Uh-huh. I think there was a moment with Her- uh, Howie Mandel that he became a little creepy in the uh-huh. movie. Yeah. But the the very, like, the guy, was his name? Boy? Boy, that's the leader of he the... He was scary. Uh, yeah, Boy was creepy. He was very scary. One, that's one of my, has one of my favorite uh, lines ever, which is when they go to torture the bully... Uh, they put cat food instead of tuna fish in his sandwich, and they put piss instead of apple juice in his apple juice jar, and he drinks it and spits it out. He says, piss! Who put piss in my apple juice? <laughs> As a kid, that just made me laugh. Like, yeah, you would be wondering that. Who did put piss in my <laughs> apple juice? Uh, for me, the closest, the, the most, <laughs> the closest experience I've had to that sort of feeling after seeing a movie, and I'm kind of ashamed to admit this because this is a very divisive, uh, whether people actually think this movie is scary or not. Some people think it's absolutely not. I really like this movie, but Signs, M. Night Shyamalan Signs. I like it. One it scene. didn't scare me, but I like it. No, there was that one scene that scared the shit out of with me. With the video? No, with the fingers. With oh. the finger coming out? No, I, I couldn't. Sorry, this is your story. Well, no, go ahead. Well, the part with the alien that comes out, the part that you're talking about. Which like, was a, like basically a recreation of the shit we saw on sightings all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. So it, it that freaked me out yeah. so much that I covered my eyes. So when, I think I saw with you, Lala. Or I don't know who I saw it with, but everybody jumped except me because I already had my eyes yeah. closed. Yeah. And I was like, what happened? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, like that scene in particular and just the whole like feel he made of that whole movie. Like I absolutely think that movie's amazing kind of. I still watch it. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like you sort of have to think of the movie as sort of like dream logic yeah. for it to make any sense. Yeah. But just the level of fear, like that seek that sequence, like that's what he was doing. He was recapturing the feeling of watching sightings, of yeah. watching unsolved mysteries. When that thing, because when the thing walks out, what happens is the thing walking out isn't what scares you. What scares you is the children screaming mm-hmm. when it walks out. Yeah. And it's like, and that's what scares you. And then you. even Joaquin Phoenix's, Joaquin Phoenix's, Phoenix's reaction, performance in good. that sequence is amazing. He's yeah. like, move, vamanos, children. <laughs> And, and what's even funny because it's like they're in Brazil they don't speak Spanish yeah, they speak Portuguese, Portuguese. <laughs> and 
and he's just like, oh, and it's just yeah. like the whole thing, his whole yeah. performance in that. That and and afterwards, like I didn't feel right. I didn't feel right after watching that, and also I didn't feel right after watching the first Blair Witch the first time. I never saw that. Okay, I was upset with the whole Blair Witch thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like, okay, I didn't see it till it came out on VHS. Yeah, I didn't see it till it came out on VHS too. But uh, everybody knows how much I love horror movies. Yeah. And every single fucking person went to go see it without me in the theater. That I refused to go see it because I was all pissed about that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean everybody? Like your parents, your family? And they were no, just like, just like different friends. And uh-huh. my sister went. And like, so I had no one to go see it with. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then like all the hype kind of just like killed it for me afterwards. Yeah, sure. And then like I heard people were throwing up in the theater, not because it was scary, but because of the, the camera yeah. shaking. And I was just like, eh. So, so I, the, the Blair Witch never tracked for me yeah. ever because of all the, the societal the issues. Um, <laughs> I always liked the Blair Witch. Again, I think I like when you can create a mood out of nothing, which is basically kind of what Signs does too. Or early uh, like Jacques Turner movies from the 40s, like Cat People, uh, things like that. I really like that. Um, but I can. I also like full blown over the top horror. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is my favorite movie. I actually even sort of like Rob Zombie movies. I know a lot of people hate his sort of brand of thing, and he has picadillos that really piss me off too. Like his over the top, vulgar pop culture dialogue is really grating. But I think there's good stuff in them. Um, I what, can't get into torture porn like at all, or yeah. like even like any of the things that kind of influenced it, like uh-huh. uh, Wes Craven's like yeah. Last House on the Last Left, House on the Left, yeah, things like that. I just like. Um, Sexual uh, assault yeah. as a plot device? No, I, I, I really don't like it. I, I think, don't like it at all. And that's what, and I think that's what I like a lot about Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it that came out. Happen, yeah, right? it, but it came out in a time where that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like in Italy, that's all they were doing. They were just yeah. making nothing fucking but movies. Italian horror movies. Fucking Italian <laughs> horror movies. They gross me out. <laughs> I, I can't. I can handle them. They're just like, why does she have to be raped so much? Come yeah. on, what is going on here? Like. There is this one uh, Italian horror movie that I really like, and I can't remember what it's called, but basically it takes place on this island, and a virus is going around that uh, makes children kill everybody. Dr. Uh, Moreau? Children shouldn't play with dead things? I think so, yeah. Maybe. That, yeah, that one's good. <laughs> Dr. Moreau? Yeah, you're trying, to, you're trying to play in the horror movie game? Yeah, or? I don't know. Who needs it? I'm like, yeah, the island of... What's the name of it? Val Kilmer's in it. Uh, the Island of Dr. Moreau. You're right. That's what it's called. Which is one of the craziest movies I ever saw. I never and I saw s- it. It looked creepy in the theater. I saw that movie at a drive-in in the middle of the pouring rain, and I thought, this is amazing. That movie's terrible. It doesn't make any sense, but it is amazing. And you should definitely see it. At a um, drive-in in the rain. At a drive-in in the rain. <laughs> and the first movie before it should be Basketball. <laughs> That's, Remember it, the drive-in always had these crazy-ass the, pairings? Yeah, exactly. No, this is exactly what happened. I went to the drive-in, we watched Basketball, and then The Island of Dr. Moreau. It was the weirdest fucking pairing ever. I feel like the last uh, movie I saw at the drive-in was it was Beauty and the Beast followed by Weekend at Birdies 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. That's that's weird as shit. Yeah. How do you make sense of that? Who's programming these? That the mission drive-in now that you can't, it's not a drive-in anymore. They just they, show Frozen every month. And yeah. You have to bring your tore, own chairs. They tore it all down and turned it into like a slab theater. Yeah. Like a community theater thing. They paved over heaven and put up a parking lot. 
Oh, my God. Well, I think at this point, uh, we're going to take a break. And we are going to watch Fright Night with Elisa. Hopefully, we find a blanket that she can cover her eyes with. I can use this tea towel. She can use this tea towel or Frida Kahlo tea towel. Oh, that's not Frida Kahlo. That's just a woman with... No, it is. It's oh, Frida, it is? It's Frida Kahlo? It's Frida Kahlo. Anyway, we're going to watch Fright Night. We're going to talk more about Fright Night uh, when we come back. We'll have things to say about that. Uh, so stick with us. Well, maybe Elisa will be okay. Maybe she won't. We'll see. Uh, talk to you after the break. Welcome back to The Usual People. Uh, we have now just watched Fright Night. First time ever watching a horror movie with Elisa. And I'm going to be honest, I think I went a little too easy on you, Elisa. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. I should have picked something way scarier. Yeah, I thought that's what you were going to do. And uh, I, because I'm your friend, I don't want to see you in too much pain. But I definitely wanted to see you in a little pain. Well, I mean, it was a little scary. Like, this movie will probably stick with me after. Uh-huh. Like, uh, when I watch horror movies, if they pop and they they try to scare you, then they work. Yeah. But, like, this one was more like, there's a lot of dialogue and it mm-hmm. wasn't so much scary. As okay. It is, like, the thoughts later that I'll have, like, at night. Sure. And I, that's kind of the, because the, I didn't want to, like, traumatize you. But I realize now, I, I kind of cho- chose kind of a more lighthearted horror movie. More in the vein, it's kind of the vein of what you expect, like, Halloween to be like. Just, like... Superficially creepy, but not that scary, really. Um, and just to get you know, Fright Night, for anybody who doesn't know, is a 1985 uh, horror movie. Basically, the plot is a guy uh, realizes that a vampire moves in next door. He tries to get people to believe him. Nobody does. And the only person who uh, wants to help him or ends up helping him is a local horror movie host who used to make vampire killer movies uh, back in the 1960s, but is now a washed-up actor. It's kind of a fun little uh, setup for a movie. Uh, Lala, you fell asleep. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I've seen Fright Night like dozens of times. Okay, but, and, and uh, it lost the magic. You were out. Uh, yeah, actually, no. I think um, I just over the past three days, I got used to taking a nap uh-huh. in the middle of the day. Like even on freaking Friday, I uh, I drove a really long distance, and the lanes started coming together because I was falling asleep. So I pulled <laughs> off and. Uh, took a nap in a liquor store parking lot. <laughs> that sounds dangerous as hell. Yeah. That sounds way scarier than the movie Fright Night. Yeah, it was. Sleepy. <laughs> the, that's the, mon- the, that's the, the most day. dangerous type of store, though. It was the middle of the day. They'll still get robbed in the middle of the day. Uh, probably. It was right next to a McDonald's, too. Again, sketchy. I mean, if, <laughs> if we're talking about parking lots to sleep in, I would actually recommend, I don't know, Target, Starbucks... Those Walmart. sound safer. Well, no. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but you, you were just like, uh, I'll be fine. And I, s- I just pulled off as soon as I realized I can't do this. Yeah, okay. And it was the first parking lot I encountered. So okay. I pulled in and fell asleep. <laughs> well, I haven't watched it for the first time. What uh, what did you think of the movie overall? It didn't scare you that much. What did you think of it? I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, everything that I knew what was going to happen happened mm-hmm. like that giant stained glass circle yeah i knew he was going to go through that yeah so every time i saw it i covered my head because i didn't know when it was going to come i just knew it was going to come right because we witnessed firsthand uh we've seen it before for not horror movies but other things you of course covering your face with a blanket yeah because this will save you yeah well it distracts me it distracts or- you 
It keeps my eyes from seeing what I'm supposed to see. And then, of course, you let out little screams. Ah! Yeah, Ah! because it was scary. Yes. Yeah. I did think, like, a lot of it was funny. Mm -hmm. A lot of the characters reminded me of other people, other famous actors. Right. And then, um, you know, there's a lot of things in there, like the friend. He was just... Were they even friends? That's the see. That's a weird thing. It's uh, that relationship. Everything that has to do with the character of Evil Ed, who's basically a sidekick character, who's played by a really uh, strange actor named Stephen Jeffries. Um, everything about him is weird. Like the way he talks. Like he he talks in a very peculiar way. His most famous line from this movie is, "You're so cool, Brewster." <laughs> it, I didn't do it exactly, but he's got a very high pitched voice. Yeah. He's got a very weird mannerisms about him. But also, he gets two of the most heartfelt or like most serious scenes of the movie, which is one spoiler alert. One where Jerry the vampire basically seduces him into becoming a vampire. That, that part creeped me out because I'm just like, okay, is he abused or right? Is There's, he bullied? Like I didn't get any of that before that. But you scene. see it in the like the scene, the way the actor Jeffries plays it is like he's in tears, crying at the prospect of no longer being an outsider. It's one of the most affecting scenes in the movies because it's like, what's been happening to this guy? That he's so messed up right now about, and he's like, uh, seriously wants to be a vampire rather than be a normal person. And you're right, there's like there's so much, just the way he is, there's so much like hints of like abuse and like, but they never uh, portray it. It's all just in the way he is that we realize that there's a dark, dark backstory to this. And he doesn't seem to actually be friends with the other two. Yeah, like I know they were at school and they were talking like they were friends, but then like, when I don't know the main character's name, What's Charlie his name? Brewster. When Charlie went to his house to look for things to kill the vampire, yeah. like he acted like we're not friends. Why are you here? You have but, to, yeah, you have but, to pay me for me to help you. And I was just like, what's going on? And, but at the same time, Charlie just goes into his house. He just walks in. He opens the front door and goes into his house. And like, what the hell is going on? Well, that on? screams friendship, right? Like they're that comfortable. Maybe they've been doing it their whole lives. Yeah. That's, yeah, that the character of Evil Ed, uh, Stephen Jeffries, he, he was in a few movies in the 80s. He was in a weird um, Catholic boy school movie called Heaven Help Us, where his character was a chronic masturbator. <laughs> He's just always jerking off. Um, and all of the boys were abused by this one, like physically abused by this one head teacher, like beaten down. I think uh, Kevin Dillon, or no, uh, yeah, Kevin Dillon and... Patrick Dempsey are also in that movie. It's a really weird, Mm. forgotten 80s movie. Um, He was also in uh, a TNA movie called Fraternity Vacation. And then another horror movie called 976 Evil, which I believe is about an evil phone sex line. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So he plays the creepy kid. He was the hero in that movie, 976 Evil. It's really weird. I've seen parts of it on USA Up All Night. And seeing him as like the lead guy and not a weirdo in the background is really weird. Um, And then in the 90s, he uh, moved on to uh, do some hardcore gay pornography, Hmm. which is cool. As long as he was happy doing it. Well, I hope he just didn't do it for the money. Well, the, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody goes into pornography for, for the, the mo- art yeah, like, of it. Nobody's like into this. Yeah. Actually, there is that. I was. 
I don't know if it's total bullshit or not. There's that one, uh, like, Asian a porn actress. Okay. Like, she's had so much surgery. She looks like a blow-up doll now. Ooh. But, like, she has, like, this, like, background where she came from, like, upper class and she was well-educated. She just wanted to go into pornography because she liked it. Oh. And I was just like, okay. Mm-kay. I don't okay. know how much of that interview yeah. was bullshit, but... I remember when looking up this movie, like, not right now, not when I did, just did it off Wikipedia, but, like, years before, because I, whenever I watch the movie, I don't read up stuff. Whenever they bring up the idea or the, the him doing the gay pornography, there was always a sentence that I always mention, um, and in these movies, you can see that he is clearly balding. And it's like, <laughs> why bring that up? You know what? It's true. I think all of them mm-hmm. had that uh, receding hairline going. Right. Like, there was a... Uh, Charlie a little bit. Sure. And William was... Ragsdale played Charlie, and he was Herman from Herman's Head. Yeah, I didn't know where I recognized him, but you know what? He also gave me Paul Rudd vibes. Right. Well, he has dark hair and is white. Well, no, they had that face, and then just the way they would react. Oh, I spit a little bit. Oops. Oops. Uh, just the way they would react would remind me of Paul Rudd, like, when he was younger. And he was also uh, the co-star of Mannequin 2, On the Move. Like, Charlie was kind of like a shithead, you know? He was just, like, so narcissistic. Mm -hmm. But uh, Paul Rudd never gives me that sort of vibe. Like, like, there's, like, a scene from Bridesmaids that was cut where he's, like, an asshole to, um, what's her name? Kristen Wiig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. They go on a date, and he's, like, such an asshole, but nobody, like, read it that way because He's just so charming. So charming. No, William Ragsdale definitely seems like a dick. Yeah. And, uh... I don't understand why his girlfriend liked him so much. Uh, His girlfriend played by Amanda Bierce, who, of course, is most famous for playing Marcy Darcy Darcy. on Married with Children. What was her first last name? Yeah. Rhodes. Rhodes. Steve Rhodes was his first husband. I don't know what her original last name is supposed to be, like her maiden name. Well, she entered the series Married. Yeah. So... And, uh, of course, she had magical hair in this movie. Yeah, it was just like, why is her hair getting bigger? Her hair, just the moment she, from the moment she meets Jerry, her hair gets bigger and bigger. Jerry is the main vampire played by Chris Sarandon. And it's kind of amazing. It's, I'm sure it's a joke in the movie, but the first time she meets, she sees Jerry on a dance floor, her hair like poofs up. There's like, more hairspray involved. Yeah, there's more, all of a sudden she's got more hairspray. Teased. Just like. Like they just like somebody fundamentally misunderstands the biology of women <laughs> and thinks that when women get horny, their hair poofs up. Well, it happens in Ghostbusters too. Yeah, with, when she becomes uh, the gatekeeper, right? <laughs> so Gordy Weaver, her hair just gets bigger, bigger, and, and yeah, yeah, that's just how it was in the eighties, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I didn't quite understand Well, that. I think they were, like, really trying for it, though, because when she finally did become a vampire, it was, like, up to her... Yeah, it was all the way down to her waist. Her shoulders. Yeah. Well, in uh, the part where he discovers she's been infected or uh-huh. a vampire and she has her black eyes, uh, her hair is kind of slicked back like one of those Robert Palmer girls. Right. So... I don't know what that was about. Yeah, the hair, the politics of hair in the 80s was very complicated. And I, even in, having grown up in the 80s, I still don't understand it. It was either slick back or poofy. Slick, uh, and those were your two sexy. options. <laughs> and if it wasn't that, you were ugly as shit. <laughs> and that's how the 80s worked. Um, <laughs> the movie was uh, directed by Tom Holland. Oh, yeah? Uh, he's directed, uh, he wrote and directed this. He also uh, wrote and directed uh, Thinner. 
which yeah. is this, this Stephen King movie where the gypsy curse makes a fat guy thin. Yeah. Like, that's bad. <laughs> Sometimes Stephen King's off his game. It's like, yeah. this fat guy's going to lose a bunch of weight. Isn't that good? <laughs> okay, fair enough. He also did The Langoliers, the TV movie of The Langoliers, another Stephen King adaptation. That's where CGI meatballs eat time. Yeah. Also... One of not one of Stephen King's greatest moments, maybe. No, like I don't. I don't know what's up with Stephen King. It's like either a hit or miss with him. Uh huh. Well, he uh, he he swings so much. Yeah. That. Well, yeah. He's like he's like the freaking guided by voices. He like throws out so much content. Yeah. You know, eventually there's like something that's good. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that about guided by voices. Thank you for telling me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Um. So you 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 say you enjoyed the movie. Yeah. You liked it all right? Even though, I then there were a couple, and then there were other sort of handicaps. We watched it in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. It's bright as hell outside. Well, it, we had to. That yeah. was the condition I gave. That was the <laughs> condition. Like, we could not possibly I, watch I, it. I, I thought it was, ooh, I spit again. Stop thought, spitting everywhere. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, like, scary, scary. Yeah. Not that, like, I seriously think it'll come to me at night. Uh-huh. Like, when I'm by myself. You'll think the vampire is behind you. I mean, several of your vampire fears we talked about earlier did come up. Yeah. The idea of being left alone on the street uh, and all that. You needed a... You did not... Sneaking up on you. You didn't like that the rules weren't so consistent. Even though they laid out the rules very uh, forcefully, they kind of changed. Like, in any horror movie, it's always just based on the situation. Whatever they need to happen is going to happen. Yeah, like, when... uh, he did the whole crucifix thing. It bothered me because sometimes the crucifix worked and then yeah. it didn't. And then he's like, you have to have faith. But I'm like, why are you trying to help him kill you? <laughs> right, exactly. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, what? what's going on? It's like if somebody was pointing a gun at you, it's like, did you check if that was loaded? You want to be sure you're going to look like a real fool. Make sure that safety's off. Yeah, but that's like standard horror movie thing. Like, oh, you have to believe in order for it to be effective. Right. But Jerry, the vampire, doesn't need to keep telling them that. Yeah. you got to have faith. Yeah. Jerry can just go, oh, and then kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Whoa."> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn, Jerry. He didn't... Jerry... Jerry Dandridge, the vampire played by Chris Sarandon, he was... He did not seem to be interested in winning. No. He did not seem to be... Like, I've never really understood the biology of vampires because Uh you can pierce their skin so easily with wooden objects. Right. And their bones. Yeah. Like, he just gets that... Like, you know, I've accidentally stabbed myself with a pencil and it broke. It didn't pierce right. my skin. Why were you stabbing <laughs> yourself with a pencil? I just accidentally did it. How? Oh, <laughs> I got the lead stuck in my hand. Ooh. What were you doing? I've never accidentally stabbed myself with a pencil. <laughs> I don't know. You were just having a la la day? <laughs> and it's just, it's just, I'm just like super clumsy. I don't know how it happens. Just, uh, oh, uh, that was nice. I better clap. Pencil in one hand, flat hand. Ow. <laughs> That hurt. <laughs> I said it was clumsy, not stupid. I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine the, a moment, uh, how the situation arises where you stab yourself with a pencil and you're not actually stupid in that moment. It, it's just not. I don't see how it happens. Um, 
So, yeah, this, again, we should, yeah, I should have gone, I should have gone, I should have just made you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Well, you saw that one part of the second one. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, that was, that's what, that's what made me really interested in making you watch this because there was an incident one night when we were all hanging out and I truly believe the first 10 minutes of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 was some of the greatest, it was one of the greatest openings ever. And I made uh, Elisa watch it just because I needed to, somebody to watch this with me. And there's a moment. First of all, it's the most absurd fucking setup <laughs> for a, a scene ever. The 80s. Ever. Or was it the 90s? It was the 80s. There was Shiner. <laughs> there was Shiner Bach involved. Basically, these two stupid high school yuppies are going around shooting things. They mess with a hick truck. And then the hick truck somehow beats them to this bridge later on down the road and drives backwards, sort of chasing them as uh, Leatherface menaces them with a chainsaw. But before it realizes it's Leatherface, he's you realize he's wearing a dead body in front of him. Uh, and it's at the point when the guys shoot at him, hit the head of the corpse with a bullet, which makes it fly away to reveal Leatherface's face. You freaked out more I didn't than expect that everybody, uh, anybody I've ever seen. You literally jumped into the air and moved like two or three spaces down the couch. No. No, she's just, there was no space on the couch. She was sitting between you uh-huh. and Dave, and she just spun around. Oh, like, right. I jumped up and spun in the air. Yes. <laughs> so that I was facing the back of the couch. Because like, it freaked me out because I didn't see it. I was uh-huh. watching the thing. And, like, she had a bowl of chips, and she's just, like, eating them. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then I hear her scream, and I look, and she's not facing the right <laughs> way anymore. <laughs> it was so scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really... do well with pop-out, like... Yeah. That's and... the kind of horror movie... Like, they all scare me, but it's those that, like, get me at that Right. Moment. And I guess neither of y'all saw her spin either. Yeah, you know, I didn't see her spin. Right I was just like, her. all of a sudden, I just hear a scream and I look and she's just not where she's supposed to be anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh man, this she's got real problems. I do remember that Annabelle trailer that we saw. Yeah. And I was like, why are they showing the whole fucking movie? Like, <laughs> it's like a really long when's trailer. it going to end? <laughs> Because that's the thing. That's kind of the most enjoyable part about watching horror movies is watching it with somebody who is really afraid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because right now, my current job is I work in an escape room. Um, I play a butler while a zombie chases people. And the experience is always better when you have one or two screamers in the crowd that they scare everybody. It's the screams of the people that scare people more than the zombie. Um, And it gets people pumped up because we just are primarily this just... Uh, set to just react to screaming like there's something they make it seem more real basically um, and yeah. one of my favorite times watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was uh, after college I was living with a bunch of people and there was this one guy who was visiting from Dallas who was friends with the friends I had and he was a real big asshole he was a big piece of shit redneck and because it was right 2002 and he would unironically drive around in his huge ass pickup truck blasting the song America Fuck Yeah from Team America World Police <laughs> like he was that kind of dickhead 
Um, and we watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and he flipped out so bad watching that movie. He was just like on the edge of his seat, going, "What the fuck? What the fuck is going on here?" And then, like, whenever Leatherface would pop out, he go, "Oh shit!" And he would just like freak out. And there was one scene where a girl, where a woman flops out of a freezer, even when you think she's dead, and he was like, "No!" And it was one of the funniest times I ever had just watching somebody. That dude was a weird guy because he would—he was a real big redneck, but also like his favorite movie character was Doctor Frankenfurter from <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's like every time that he, when we we were watching that movie and when uh, Frankenfurter you know first appears and throws off his cape and is like you know standing there in the in the uh, lingerie, yeah. it's like that dude like literally said, "Now that's a fucking man." <laughs> <laughs> And Interesting just, definition. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, no, that dude's so fucking cool. He's so fucking confident. That's what a man is supposed to be. <laughs> so like, yeah, he was a weirdo, and I never saw him again after a few weeks. But that, that all, both those uh, experiences really stuck with me. Um, so yeah, what do we? Have, what else? Do we have anything else to say about horror movies? You want to bring up? Uh, what horror I, movie do you think we should have showed her, Lala? In order to get a better reaction, in order to hurt our friend better. <laughs> uh, you know, I think we should have gone with the slasher genre. There's we a should, lot of yeah, exactly. In the slasher we genre. should have see. I was gonna. My first thought was going to be Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, the oh, one okay. with Crispin Glover. Yeah. Um, but I just felt like that might be too scary. But I realized I shouldn't have doubted myself. Yeah. Um. I guess the only one in the slasher genre that wouldn't work is like Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp? Yeah. That speaking, wouldn't have speaking of problematic, <laughs> Sleepaway Camp. That's oh, a very... actually, that's something. Oh, yeah, speaking of. Pro- okay, go on. No, what were you going to say? No, it's something I just noticed in the movie that, you know, I kind of liked that I hadn't realized before. What? Like, uh, you know how uh, Jerry's constantly getting uh, sex workers to uh-huh, come and murder them? Yeah. them for his meal? Yeah. Um,. The only time that somebody mentions that is the douchebag news reporter yeah. on the TV, a known prostitute. Right. Um, <laughs> but then after that, everybody's like, oh, he's the guy that's been murdering those women. He's mm-hmm. the guy that murdered that girl. Right. Like, so they just refer to them as, as women, women. Right. female, as opposed to their sex worker status, which right. I kind of liked. It's a little feminist for me, and I liked it. It is a, it's a little feminist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it just very slightly in the slightest of ways you know, feminist. Yeah, that's I like the, that. And I think that's the, the problem. Uh, that's a major issue with feminism is having to clutch at such straws. I know. Well, <laughs> because, you know, we get so little. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to give away the ending of Sleepaway Camp because that's not what we're going to do. But oh, yeah. the ending of Sleepaway Camp, Problematic. Yeah, problematic. It's very a, problematic. It's very problematic to say. But I just mean like the jump scares in that are just the, not the jump sequel scares to, at all. The, uh, the sequel to... Yeah. Oh, man. They aren't. Yeah. Like, it's, I was it's just thinking, like... There's a guy who gets burned and gets... I'm going to spoil a little bit of Sleepaway Camp. There's a guy who gets boiled, like boiling water spilled on him. And then there's another murder that showed in the shadows where a curling iron is stuck somewhere... Very inappropriate. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's no good. Wouldn't that be like that Army of Darkness movie? What do you mean? With the tree? Oh, uh, the first Evil Dead. Oh, yes. Evil Dead. The first yeah. Evil Dead movie, there is a uh, 
tree sexual assault. Yeah. I don't know who showed me that movie. I didn't see it all, but um, we were watching it in the yeah. We're like, it's video, funny. The audio. Yeah, room the first one school. is not the funny one. <laughs> yeah. No, y'all didn't show me the first one. No, it was the first one. That's where the tree thing happened. Well, maybe y'all just showed me that part, and I was like, why? Yeah, we were we were watching it in the audio visual room in high school, yeah. and you came in and. Oh. Uh-huh. What was the discussion? Oh, Ooh. we kept talking about the damn clock. How okay. it was broken. Ah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of clocks, I just want to point in something I realized while watching this movie. I already mentioned this, but for their listeners, um, Elise has a very confusing living room. Uh, it's not confusing. It's very confusing because she has a gigantic clock and it's so big that it doesn't register as a clock. But on a far wall, she has an oval-shaped picture of Pee Wee Herman's head and the shape of it is... <laughs> Pee-wee so- Herman's head. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get it? Is such- yes, I do Pee-wee get it. Pee-wee Herman, Herman's head, mashup, sorry. <laughs> it's so like a clock that I keep looking at it every time I want to know what time it is. And it's just Pee-wee o'clock because it's just a picture of Pee-wee. Um, so you have a very confusing living room. Um, yeah. So basically, if we keep doing this into next year, next October... We're watching Friday the 13th Part 4. We're going to get you. We're going to get... It's not that hard to get me. <laughs> All you had to do is show up with the, a horror movie. Yeah. No, we're going to get you better. And <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Like, because honestly, I was a little disappointed you weren't reacting more. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Well, it was, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, this is going to get me mentally. I know. Later. It is. You're going to be freaked out later. Please yeah. write down all the side effects of watching no. Fright Night. And <laughs> listeners, I just want to let you know, please don't try to scare Elisa. It's her biggest fear right now. How did you know? You uh, texted me telling oh. me you were afraid that once we started talking about your fears, the uh, listeners would try to scare That's you. That's right. I don't even know how you think the listeners will try to scare I you. I don't know. I just... Like, send you abusive emails? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I, I forgot about when I scared you at the movie theater recently. I was going to bring that up. What'd you do? Uh, we both went to... We were we were watching a movie, and uh, we both went to the restroom in the middle of the movie, and I went to, like... They were, like, the individual, like, uh-huh. restrooms. Um, I went to one, and it was locked, so I went to the furthest one. Uh-huh. The girl that ended up in there she ended up in that restroom so she got out before me because she yeah. was closer to the theater and so I saw her so I just like ran really fast up to her and said boo right next to her mm-hmm. head and she went ah! yeah <laughs> okay. oh that's like um, my brother always makes fun of me because he's like you would be the first person to die yeah. in a horror movie and I was like no I'm like so aware of everything. I'd find like a place and not be stupid, uh-huh. and I wouldn't die. But he he scared me one Halloween doing the same thing. Uh, we were, I was taking I was with him and his kids trick or treating, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot something at the house, so I went to go get it." And the way back, he ran up behind me and scared me, and I just threw myself on the ground. <laughs> like, ah! And he had to kind of like catch me so I wouldn't yeah. fall the way back. Your brother's absolutely right. You'd be the first to die in a horror movie. I don't think so. You well, you I, I panic so quickly, and I was like, well, "Why is that not working?" Like I would think my way out of death. Obviously not, because your first reaction is, ah, ground! 
In a horror movie, I'm the clumsy asshole that uh, gets murdered early on in a very stupid way, but then by the end it turns out I'm alive and I get murdered anyway. No! There was that that Facebook thing uh, that I took, and it was like by your sign, and it was like, who are you in a horror movie? And I was... Conveniently, exactly who you yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. First to we die knew was exactly who David we was gonna be. Like the asshole uh-huh. that everybody, everybody hates. So he'll get to, to the end. Uh-huh. But when it's time for everybody to sacrifice him, they have no problem doing it because he's an asshole. You're, this and this is what this is what the computer said about your husband. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then uh, Lala was the murderer. Ah, <laughs> that sort of makes sense. I if I were in a horror movie. I'd be the greasy late night clerk of uh, whatever store they stopped at and be all like, and they'd be all like, what a fucking weirdo. And then all of a sudden I get murdered for no reason. Yeah, like you just go out to get a yeah, I would get out just piece like, of beard yeah. that's in the alley for some reason. Yeah, it's just like, uh, and, then, blah, and that's what would happen to me. And I'd be dead. So it'd be zombies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would... I'd safely say this was a bust. We didn't we didn't scare her at all. Yeah. Um, but I do have some good news. We, um, of course, for some reason, this just keeps happening. Um, we keep getting wrapped up in the lives of really famous people who shouldn't be aware of our podcast. Um, and the other week, uh, we mentioned uh, Bono uh, to, in relation to Justin Trudeau. Um, and accidentally, accidentally, he just came up. Yeah. We said kind of disparaging things about him, but he got in touch with me, and he just wanted to let us know he's a huge fan of the podcast. Really? He has oh, that's no. That's so sweet. Yeah, Bono from he was YouTube. Gonna hate us. No, he's uh, he's really he's contacting me a lot, kind of too much. Uh, oh. He's just really into the podcast. He really kind of he wants to kind of be a guest. Um, no. I mean, we don't really do guests. No, I wouldn't want Bono. On no, I mean, around. you know, Bono, you're cool and all, like. And like the, uh. <laughs> I'm just saying he was like he listened to the potato Rito episode and like he made a joke that kind of wasn't great. He's like he goes, you know, even though I'm Irish, I probably wouldn't like the potato. And he's like, did it capitalize potato Rito? I was like, that's cool, Bono. No. But what? Oh I mean, yeah. Now I get the joke, and that's yeah wrong. because yeah because he's Irish and he likes potatoes. <laughs> Explain it. That's why I was like, no. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> Explain things. No, I'm just saying. It, you can see where he's coming from. His heart's in the right place. No, no. I think it's very sweet that he likes our podcast. Yeah. Like, Bono, yeah, he's, he's nice. a fan. Um, we're never so going to have you. you on our podcast, Bono. You're just going to have to stay a fan. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Some people can just be fans and it's all right. You don't have to make the art. Let the artists make the art. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So... We can guarantee you Bono will never be on our podcast. That's our guarantee to yes. you. So I think that's the end of this episode. Um, Lisa, we're going to get you. We're, we're going to come <laughs> we're, hard. We're, we're going to get you. We're going to get you, Elisa. Don't ever sleep. Don't ever dream. Because we'll get you there, too. Okay. We're coming for you. I don't need to get you. I scare you all the time on yeah. accident. It's not going to be that hard, you guys. <laughs> Anthony, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really screwed up. This should have been the easiest fucking job in the world to scare the most scared person I in the world. I was really scared about what I was going to watch. And I completely dropped the ball. That's just, that's just me all over. Easiest job in the world. Fucked it up. Good job, Anthony. All right, 
We'll see you later. What will I fuck up next? I don't know. Maybe the end of this uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Is it? Why are you holding your breath? Because I'm going to die. No. I failed. You're not allowed. End the podcast. All right, this is Anthony Herrera from Usual People Podcast. Just reminding you that we are available through Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Look us up on any of those sites. Uh, remember to listen, uh, like our podcast, rate them, uh, leave reviews. Uh, please only leave good reviews. Nah, just, just kidding. Go ahead, leave whatever you feel. However you feel about us, go to Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Let us know how you really feel. Uh, we can take it. <laughs>